Welcome to Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and this is my podcast. I am a former radio personality here in San Diego turned podcaster. I do a daily podcast because I just want to inform everybody about things going on in the world, in the city of San Diego, where I'm home-based at, and just let you know what's happening with my life. Um, I'm so used to just sharing my life with everybody on the radio that uh, I feel the need to share still more of my life being... Um, unemployed, um, end up being a stay-at-home dad, end up having a job where I work from home now, and I also social distance teach my children. It's been quite an interesting year. I mean, this is for everybody, but this is just my way of sharing the stories uh, that I have in my little podcast called Life with Hula. So if you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in to the show. If you can do me a huge favor, you can actually follow me on this podcast platform by hitting uh, subscribe. Um, whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Um, if you are an a OG listener from the beginning, thank you again so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. And uh, for those of you that want to follow me on social media, you can do so by following me at HulaSD um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and all those other social media platforms. And if you heard yesterday's podcast, you heard that I'm actually doing a gift card giveaway. Uh, yesterday, I actually introduced a new segment to the show called Choose San Diego with Jen. And Jen is a foodie here in San Diego that just loves to go out to eat. And especially during, you know, COVID, a lot of people don't know what's open. You know, what can they, where can they go and actually have a meal? And so Jen does it for you. And yesterday she talked about Common Theory and Common Theory was so nice enough to give us a $50 gift card to give away on my show. So all you got to do is go to Instagram and follow myself, Hula SD, follow Jen at choose underscore San Diego. That's C-H-E-W-S as in chewing um, and follow Common Theory um, at their Instagram handle as well. Follow the three of us and uh, make sure you put a post up so we know that you're following us and uh, we will put you into the drawing. I think uh, Jen is going to pull it um, next time we meet up. Um, so you'll, you'll, the winner will be announced on Friday, I believe. So that's what's going on with that. Um, today is Saturday. Um, hope you guys are having a great day. This is the start of my three-day weekend. This is my birthday weekend. Uh, my birthday is actually on Monday, but I decided to take three days off from work so I can just be mellow. I think we're doing a pool day today. It's a nice day for a pool day. So we're going to do a pool day at my sister's house. Uh, tomorrow we're going to do the wild animal park or excuse me, the safari park. And even though I still like calling it the WAP, <laughs> I get it. If you listen to Cardi B, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then Monday is just my actual birthday. I'm going to chill at home and just not do anything because I can do that. I'm an adult and I can just chill out. But anyways, um, today is Saturday. Um, Saturday's show is going to consist of um, your moment of pure happiness where we actually have an official um, the oldest couple in the world. Uh, it's certified, and I will share that news with you. Also, I have your food news. That's why Saturday is so great, because I share food news. But then also, I have my weight loss update, and as of yesterday, I had a pound left before I reached my goal of trying to lose 20 pounds in 40 days. Um, we are now at day number, what is this? Day number 36. Day number 36. I've got four more days, guys. Did I lose... The one pound from yesterday to, to, or yeah, from to, from Thursday to, no, what am I trying to say? From Friday to Saturday, did I lose the pound or did I not? We'll find out. It's going to be the most dramatic weight loss ever. Um, and if we'll see if we reach my goal. 
and then uh you know we'll see i don't know we'll see what happens and um last but not least of course i always have your things to keep you in the know which i'll share with you right now so it looks like Hurricane Laura, uh, with that update, Louisiana begins cleanup from one of the strongest storms in state history. Cleanup is underway in Louisiana and southeastern Texas after one of the strongest hurricanes to ever make landfall in the area caused extensive damage and flooding on Thursday. Uh, Reports Thursday indicated that Hurricane Laura killed six people, including a 14-year-old girl. Officials expect that number to rise as recovery efforts continue. Laura is continuing to bring heavy winds and rains to the south-central United States. Reports say that the system spun off tornadoes in Arkansas on Thursday night, and the storm will bring heavy rains and 30-mile-per-hour winds to the Missouri Valley and Ohio Valley regions. Um, They did that yesterday. Um, As of Friday morning, more than half a million people in Louisiana are still out without electricity, and 200,000 people in Texas are also without power, including 94% of people in Orange County, a county bordering uh, Louisiana. Amongst the areas hardest hit by Laura was Lake Charles, a city in southwest Louisiana. Though it's located about 40 miles inland, massive storm surge and heavy rains have caused extensive flooding in the area. Um, There's photos showing... Um, homes underwater, structures blown over, portions of the I-10 west of Lake Charles remain closed as of Friday as workers attempt to clear debris from the expressway. Um, President Donald Trump said he would visit Louisiana to survey damage over the weekend. So again, my prayers and thoughts are go out to all of those in Louisiana and those southern states uh, that, you know, Texas as well. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, the cleanup is not too brutal and, uh, Yeah, our thoughts and prayers are with everybody out there. Your next story to keep you in the know, Newsom announces new color-coded system for reopening counties. Governor Gavin Newsom in California announced a new color-coded system uh, for state's economy and schools. The new system comprises of four tiers, purple, red, orange, and yellow, Okay, which are based on the COVID-19 infection rate in a county and the percentage of tests in the county that are positive for COVID-19. San Diego County falls into the red, or second tier of the new state system. Counties in the red tier can allow hair salons and barbershops to reopen for indoor services with modifications to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Churches and other places of worship can reopen for indoor services at 25% capacity or 100 people, whichever is fewer. Restaurants can reopen for indoor dining under the same restrictions as places of worship. And gyms and fitness centers can reopen inside at 10% capacity with modifications to prevent virus spread. County is assigned to the purple tier, which replaces the COVID-19 watch list, have a daily infection rate of seven or more new infections per 100,000 residents. A positive rate of 8% or more will land a county in the purple tier. The red tier, which is for counties daily uh, infection rate between four and seven infections per 100,000 residents, or with positive test rates between 5% and 8%. I know that's a lot of just words, (laughs) but at least you know we're in the red right now Um, the orange tier comprises counties with daily infection rates between one and 3.9 cases per 100,000 or a positive uh, test rate between two percent and five percent and the lowest tier is a yellow for counties with less than one new case per 100,000 residents and a positive test rate of less than two percent the new rules come nearly two months after Newsom shut down bars restaurants for indoor dining businesses um, as well 
Um, and so now we're at, during our first time that we try to reopen. So under the new process, counties will have to meet certain metrics for three weeks before they can reopen certain businesses. Uh, Newsom didn't immediately say which businesses will be included in which color tier and what reopening will look like. The state will now report virus statistics such as case numbers on a weekly basis. So we're getting ready to reopen once again. Um, it doesn't say when this is all going to be happening, but hopefully it will be soon because um, I know schools are, are planning that situation as well. Um, this is all great news, you guys. Uh, the updates will be happening throughout the course of you know, the next couple of days, weeks, um, I'm just hoping, hoping, ho I'm hoping, uh, you know, we get back to some sort of normalcy, uh, somewhat of, you know, less stress for everybody. Um, so yeah, let's see what happens. And your last story to keep you in the know, Councilman urges cities to open libraries for kids remote learning. San Diego County uh, Council Member uh, Chris Kate sent a letter to Mayor Kevin Faulkner um, on Friday asking for the city libraries to be reopened in light of school years beginning and a decreasing case rate of COVID-19 in the county. He says, I'm requesting that the city evaluate options to safely reopen all city libraries as soon as possible. This can and must be done safely by following all social distancing, health and sanitation guidelines. Um, the letter acknowledges that the majority of students will be participating in social distance learning, but that resources are far from equi equi equitable. Um, equitably i can't even say that word equitably there you go distributed <laughs> took me a while friends not all students have equal access to resources to fully succeed under the new method of learning um, according to kate he says libraries have always been the great equalizer of children youth and adults for all backgrounds they provide much needed resources such as books computers and safe pro uh, productive places to learn and work um, plus it's a cool zone Definitely a cool zone for the heat that we've been having here in San Diego. Um, Kate, chair of the city's Economic Development and Intergovernmental Relations Committee, has been the driving force on the council to open parks for business purposes and last week petitioned both local and state officials for small social distance entertainment shows, particularly live comedy performances. So we'll see if uh, the city council is currently right now on summer hiatus, but it should it could be considered an ordinance an ordinance in mid-September, uh, Faulkner could potentially file an executive order before then. So we'll just find out. Uh, as we all do, we're just sitting around and waiting. And those are your stories to keep you in the know. So, yeah, it's time for a weight loss check, my friends. And it's been quite an adventure this past week. Uh, for those of you that are following the journey, I'm trying to lose uh, 20 pounds in 40 days my third time i've done an intermittent fast the beginning of the year at uh actually ash wednesday i was 294.1 pounds um i've been able to do three total weight loss uh 40 day intermittent fasts um where i pretty much don't eat for gosh 15 16 hours and then when i do open up my window there's um certain calorie intakes that i take like i don't do i only do between 600 to 800 calories a day um but that's ending um today's day 36 and so as of 37 is sunday 38 my birthday is monday 39 is tuesday and 40 is wednesday so as of wednesday this journey stops i need to reach 20 pounds in order to reach my goal and i've lost um as of yesterday or when I did the podcast yesterday, I was um, one point, 
one point, one, one pound, sorry, one pound away. One pound away from losing the weight. And it looks like I gained point <laughs> three pounds, point three pounds. So I went back up. I am now 222.7 pounds. Which, hey, on the big spectrum of things, I'm not 294 pounds anymore. I'm 222.7 pounds. But you know what's uh, significant is that my fat percentage went down too. 41 point, 40, it went from 43, 45.3 pounds, or 45.3% of fat, now down to 45.1%. So I went down 0.2% in body fat. Um, but I went up 0.3% in weight. Uh, not percent, 0.3 pounds in weight. It's probably water. I'm probably holding on to some water. And, you know, body fat percentage and weight are a direct correlation of each other. One goes up, the other one goes down. So this time around, my percentage of body fat went down to 45.1%, and my pounds went up by 0.3 pounds. So I'm now, again, have to lose 1.3 pounds in f four days. Four days. 1.3 pounds in four days. Can he do it? I don't know. I'm not really going to report my weight loss tomorrow because tomorrow's podcast is always about somebody else's life that I share. So you'll have to wait till Monday to find out when I lose the extra pound, uh, one pound and three ounces. <laughs> okay. I hope that helps. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my weight loss journey right there. Uh, my weight loss check. Life with Hula will be back after a brief message. Hey friends, have you tried Snoice yet? It's a dessert shop previously voted Best Desserts in San Diego and California Small Business of the Year. It's serving shaved snow, hollow hollow, boba tea, and ice cream sandwiches. You can find it at 8423 Paradise Valley Road right up the hill from the Spring Valley Swamp Meet. It's open from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. You can follow and tag them on their Instagram for free toppings at Snoice, S-D. That's S-N-O-I-C-E-S-D. You can also order some boba tea jugs online to satisfy your quarantine cravings. You can order at order.snoicesd.com. That's S-N-O-I-C-E-S-D.com. Human Catalyst is a clothing brand right out of Chula Vista. You can see the premise behind the brand is about being a better person by creating change in yourself and others. That message is delivered through timeless designs on quality garments. Although their physical store is closed right now, you can still find their newest products on thehumancatalyst.com or on Instagram at humancatalyst. And welcome back to Life with Hula, the podcast. So as always, I love Saturdays because Saturdays, Brings me to a segment I call, What You Eatin'? It's my food news segment, if you didn't know. And let's kick things off with Starbucks, because it's one of my favorite places. Starbucks secret menu item, here we go, attention. They've got a funnel cake frappuccino. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. It can remind you of being at the fair. Basically, the folks over at TotalTheBomb.com recreated a funnel cake frappuccino. That's inspired by the king of fried food, uh, fried fair foods. Um, if you are wanting to do something else besides having a pumpkin spice latte or a pumpkin cream cold brew, so here is how what you need to do to actually get yourself uh, a funnel cake frappuccino. You ready? So here's how you order this very delicious looking frappuccino. You order a cafe vanilla frappuccino. 
You ask for one pump of toffee nut syrup. You then ask for extra caramel drizzle inside the cup and on top of the whipped cream as well as cinnamon dulce powder, or dulce powder, sorry. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's how you get it. It's apparently phenomenal. It looks delicious, you guys. I am a caramel fiend. I love vanilla, and I think I'm going to go get this when I'm able to drink Starbucks again, uh, which will be in about a week. So get ready, Starbucks. I'm coming after you. Uh, your next story in What You Eatin'? A Ritz peanut butter cracker ice cream exists, and it sounds perfectly sweet and savory. Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. So you know the Ritz peanut butter crackers, um, and they've got the peanut butter inside uh, right in the middle of the sandwiches, or the cracker sandwich. You know what I'm talking about. Anyways, they've created an ice cream, and this ice cream is like a sundae um, topped with chocolate syrup and marshmallows and crushed up with peanut butter crackers. Are you serious right now? Um, the actual name of the ice cream is called Kuhlhaas. Kuhlhaas, you know, like German house. Uh, and it actually starts on September 9th while supplies last. Um, it's peanut butter ice cream marbled with crispy Ritz cracker swirl. Yum. I mean, come on. Are you serious right now? That sounds phenomenal. And I'm for it. I'm here for it. And I want it now. And I want it right now. You know what movie that's from? Anyways, your last story for what you eaten. Um, guess what? Cheetos is going to bring back salsa con queso Cheetos. I didn't even know that was a thing, to be honest with you. Um, apparently, it was around and it's now back. It is um, there to spice things up, basically. It's salsa con queso Cheetos, which were made with real cheese. Um, and it's got that... Um, red pepper, tomato, and lime, basically, uh, with Velveeta-colored queso. Um, so it's only here for a limited time, so you best be getting it right now. I think I need to go get it. Um, it looks delicious. I love salsa con queso, and if it's a Cheeto, psh, even better. Unfortunately, I can't have it myself, but if anybody has it, please let me know, because I would love to live vicariously through you to see how much you're enjoying it. And that's your salsa con queso Cheeto, okay? Those are your things, your new food news um, and what you eating. And last but not least, I have your moment of pure happiness. This is a story I like sharing at the end of the show because it always ends the show nicely with a smile where people, you know, walk away from my podcast and you're smiling. And this time it's all about a 110-year-old and 104-year-old Ecuadorian couple. They're certified as the oldest married couple. Julio Mora slipped away from his parents to secretly marry uh, Wildramina Quinteros uh, one February day. Both families disapproved. 79 years later, they're still together. Him at 110 years of age and her at 104. Both lucid and both in good health. Their relatives say they're a little depressed because they miss being, oh, miss their big family get-togethers due to the pandemic. They're longer marriages, but at the moment, no other between people so old, according to Guinness World Record, just short of a combined 215 years. Uh, Mora was born on March 10th, 1910, and Quinteros was born on October 16th, 1915. They both wed on February 7th, 1941, in the first church built by the Spanish in Quinto, La Iglesia de El Belén. The two retired teachers live in Ecuador's capital of Quinto, where in mid-August they received the Guinness certification. Their daughter, Cecilia, says they both 
um, lucid and active, although they no longer have the agility they had before, but for months uh, they have been different, more downcast because they miss their large family gatherings. Oh, that's sad. And they can't, they can get, uh, gather quite a crowd for surviving children, 11 grandchildren, 21 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. Since March, we have not had any of that, Cecilia said. My parents need family contact. She said her father enjoys watching television and drinking milk and that her mother enjoys desserts, likes to read the newspaper every morning. Previously, as the oldest were an Austin, Texas couple, Charlotte Henderson and John Henderson, who had a combined age of 212 years and 52 days. So that was your previous record holder, and now it looks like these two beautiful people um, in Ecuador are the oldest, um, the oldest couple. Um, Julio, Waldramina, congratulations! You guys are amazing. You guys look both—they look great. If you look at pictures of them, they look totally. I would not think they're 110 and 104. Wow! To get to the hundreds—that's so amazing. And that's your moment of pure happiness. That brought me happiness. Well, thank you again for tuning in to Life with Hula this Saturday. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you got a lot out of that food news because I'm now hungry and I want a Starbucks <laughs> drink right now. But I've got one more week um, to do it by. If you are following me on social media or if you would like to, you can follow me at Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, and all those other platforms. And yeah, you know, make sure you um, get on that $50 gift card because I would love for you to win it from Common Theory. You just have to follow myself, Hula SD, Common Theory, and also choose underscore San Diego. Um, follow all three of us on Instagram, okay? And then if you are a new listener, do me a favor, hit subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to this podcast from. And let me know what your thoughts are about the podcast. Again, thank you so much, guys, for listening to Life with Hula. I'm going to go now play with my kids and have a cool pool party, birthday party for myself. And I want you guys to have an amazing weekend, all right? Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life with Hula, the podcast. Mm-hmm.